Welcome to the ECT podcast series, engaging with the researchers working on the long-term field experiments in ECT's national network. A very good morning to you. I'm here at the Colt Park Meadows long-term ecological field experiment in the Yorkshire Dales on land owned by Natural England with Richard Bargett, the principal investigator who works at Manchester University along with colleagues from Lancaster University on the experiment here. A very good morning to you, Richard. Good morning and welcome to Colt Park. Thank you very much. This is a special habitat, first of all, isn't it, Richard? Do you want to say something about the meadows and the environment here? Yeah, Colt Park is basically in what we call traditional species-rich hay meadows. And going back in time, I don't know, 40, 50 years ago, these meadows were quite prevalent in this area of Yorkshire and other parts of the north of England. But because of intensive agriculture, they became more modified, reductions in plant diversity, etc. So they've become increasingly rare, but they're real hotspots of biodiversity within this particular landscape. And can you give a bit of background then to the long-term field experiment here when it started and where it is now? Yeah, well, the actual experiment started way back in 1989 and it was Roger Smith who was at Newcastle University, who was actually one of my lecturers, who set up the experiment with support from DEFRA. And the sort of goal of the experiment at that time was to look at the best way to manage land to increase botanical diversity. So the focus was very much on plant diversity, not other aspects of ecosystem services that we work on now. It was really about how best to restore plant diversity. And this meadow was actually an improved agricultural grassland, a species, relatively species poor meadow. So the goal was to try and increase diversity and recreate the kind of species rich traditionally managed meadows that you find more widely in this landscape. And the repurposing in the 2000s that was done by yourself and colleagues is now looking at new drivers like carbon sequestration, for example. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the fantastic things about being involved in this experiment, I've been involved since about 1993, which seems a long time ago, but we've seen how the policy drivers have really changed the focus of the work. So we initially started looking at plant diversity. And then in the sort of 2000s, we started to look at additional benefits of plant diversity. So looking at things like how the treatments that are most effective for restoration benefit carbon sequestration, nutrient retention in the soil. And one of the things that we're working on now, if you can look around the plots, we have all these rain shelters. So we're looking at how the higher diversity treatments could actually increase the capacity of these systems to buffer things like climate extremes, like drought. And what would you say, both from Roger's work and your own work in repurposing the experiment, have been the major impacts, both scientific and in policy terms? I'd say really one thing that's really stood out from this experiment is, it's quite an obvious thing, but it takes a lot of time. So if you want to restore these meadows, I mean, in this case, I think it was 14, 15 years before we really did start to see any effects, noticeable effects on botanical diversity. They're quite dramatic now, but it took a long time to do that. I think the other thing that we discovered here is I I work myself on soil ecology and we found that to have successful restoration, it's not just about the plants, it's about the plants and their associations with the organisms in the soil. And we've been able to see which treatments are really most effective in boosting 
these ecological interactions, which ultimately help increasing plant diversity and also the stability of those systems. So I think really they're the most important findings. We, we've obviously found treatments which are more effective, introduction of seeds with the reduction in fertilizers, and they're really the most effective treatments. But you also need disturbances alongside that to allow different plant species to regenerate. And thinking of Colt Park Meadows as a research platform, Manchester, you're already collaborating with Lancaster University. Are you open to new collaborations as the new purpose moves forward for these plots? Uh, absolutely. We're always interested in working with people. As I said, I, I got involved through collaborating with my colleagues at Newcastle, Roger Smith in particular. Now we have collaborations with Lancaster University. and I, I, I think if there's one thing that we know virtually nothing about in these plots is the actual invertebrates in the soil. There have been some people looking at pollinators, for example, and other invertebrates above ground, but we know nothing about the invertebrates and the diversity of those organisms that live in the soil. So there are many, many different research questions that can be asked in these experiments. We, we obviously need to be careful because they're long-term plots, they're quite small plots, so we don't want to cause too much disturbance, but absolutely we're very interested in, in talking about collaborations in the future. So it seems that that potential for below ground work here at Colt Park Meadows is as great as, as it is on several of the long term experiments in ECT's register. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite rare to find plots like these where they have had nearly 30 years or more of different treatments. We've seen long term shifts in vegetation. It's fully replicated. We've got really good control over this system to be able to look at what the main drivers are in terms of shaping above and also below down diversity and, and how they both interact together. So it's a fantastic resource. I mean, it's something I've, as I said, I've worked here now for nearly 30 years and it's something I hope to continue working on for the next few. So a call to all your fellow soil scientists out there. Absolutely. And finally then, Richard, do you want to just describe from a personal perspective where you see the value in long-term ecological field experiments more broadly, not just Colt Park, their importance and their value? Well, I, I think they're absolutely crucial to understanding how different interventions will affect the landscape in the future and how landscapes and systems are changing as a result of environmental change. I mentioned right at the beginning that it took us nearly 14 years before we saw large responses in this system. And now we're seeing dramatic changes in the vegetation, in the soils, in the ecosystem services. And if it, if it hadn't continued, we simply wouldn't have had the insights that we gained from this particular site. And there are questions in science and environmental science that really only long-term field experiments can provide answers to. Uh, absolutely. And I, I guess another point which we've found particularly useful here is that we have the field experiment, which has been able to demonstrate patterns that we see in relation to management interventions but we've also been able to design experiments off the back of that more controlled experiments to understand the mechanisms involved so we've had many glasshouse experiments in Lancaster and also Manchester and we've got experiments undergoing now where we're looking at individual plots it's really a versatile resource with lots of different research questions that can be addressed. And do you want to finally say something briefly about the funding landscape for research on long-term experimental platforms like Colt Park Meadows? Yeah, well, the, the funding, I mean, it, it's only fair to say it has been a struggle with the long-term experiments. And I guess one of the challenges with long-term experiments is continuation of funding, particularly in the early years when you don't see dramatic responses. But we've had great support from DEFRA. Uh, we've had support from BBSRC. We've had support from NERC. And we've got an existing project now, which is joint with NSF and NERC, looking at soil sensors 
and how they can be used to monitor soil health. So I think it's, it's really a wide variety of funding sources that we can look to. But I think also it's a great resource for PhD students. I mean, if you just look around the meadow now, we've got all these people in the fields. They're predominantly PhD students whose projects are looking at different aspects of the system and the mechanisms involved. Indeed, that's fantastic, Richard. Thank you very much for hosting ECT here at Cole Park today. It's a pleasure.